It is for me and for us. It is not against you. Okay, that is the energy with which we want to uphold our boundary. Because think about it, if I get really upset when my mom makes comments about my weight, if I don't set a firm but loving boundary, then it's going to destroy our relationship. Hey, hey, this is Dr. Kavita's son. Welcome to the Emotional Mastery Podcast. This podcast is about emotions, psychology, and relationships. Every week, I'll be sharing real-life tools to help you build self-awareness, a better relationship with yourself, and more fulfilling relationships with the people that matter to you. Listen, this is the foundation on which the rest of your life is built. So let's take the time to get it right. I'll see you on the inside. Hello, hello, my friends. Happy Thursday. So good to be with you guys again. As I always say, whatever you are doing in this moment, whether you're folding laundry or going for a walk or driving or doing dishes or waiting in line somewhere in between pickups and drop-offs, wherever you are in the world and whatever you're up to at this moment, thank you for tuning in. I am so glad and honored to connect with you right here, right now. So today I have been thinking recently about boundaries. Boundaries is one of my favorite topics because it took me forever to figure out how to do it right. And so I enjoy sharing the things that finally worked for me. And many, many, many people have found this way that I'm about to share with you, this perspective, this way of approaching boundaries, very helpful. And so I'm excited to share that with you today. And this question comes up over and over, right? Whenever we are working with new clients, one of the most common questions that people bring up is, how do I deal with somebody who keeps pushing against my boundaries or who won't uphold my boundaries, who doesn't honor my boundaries? Or how do I even set boundaries? I'm such a people pleaser and it makes me anxious and it makes me feel guilty. And I just, were, I was never taught how to have boundaries. I don't even know how to begin. So it's around this question of how do I do it or How do I uphold boundaries when someone else is pushing against them and won't honor them? And so I think both of these are going to be addressed by the framework I give you today. So first of all, I want to say, what are boundaries? Many of us, including myself, I had a misconception that boundaries are for me to state and for somebody else to uphold. That was a huge mistake I made for decades. I would explain my boundary over and over, but somebody else on the other side did not have that boundary. Like that's not their boundary. And so they wouldn't uphold it or honor it or even think twice about it. And I would take that as some sort of violation and then go off into a long rant 
about why they are doing something terrible and that they need to do what I said they need to do. And it never went well, right? Either they would roll their eyes or they would nod and say, okay, okay, I'll do it, but they still wouldn't. Or they would outright refuse and we'd get into an argument. So first of all, it's important to understand that boundaries, your boundary is not for someone else to uphold. And that's not because they're jerks or because they don't care. It's purely mathematical. It is not their boundary. And so it's not going to be top of mind for them. They have lots of other things that they are concerned about and thinking about and worried about and struggling with. And your boundary is just not making it to the top 10 things that they are concerned and trying to figure out on a day-to-day basis in their lives. Likewise, their concerns or their boundaries are not something that you spend hours thinking about because you've got your own concerns to think about, right? So just in a purely mathematical, physical sense of they have a different brain, so they're not going to be thinking about how to uphold your boundaries. So your boundaries are for you to uphold. And so the way I define boundaries is if X, then Y. What do I mean by that? I mean, if X happens, then I will do Y. Okay? Give you an example. Let's say I have a boundary that, um, I don't know, someone doesn't walk into the bathroom, even if they're my family member, when I'm brushing my teeth. I'm just making this up. I do not have this boundary. (laughs) But let's say I did, right? Instead of being mad and, you know, pushing and pulling and struggling about this, my rule would be if somebody walks in, I tell them one time, if it happens again, I lock the door. Notice the if X happens, then I will do Y. Another boundary for someone might be, um, I have a boundary that I will not answer questions about my weight, let's say. And let's say your mom keeps crossing the boundary and making comments about how you could, you know, eat more healthy and lose a few pounds, right? Sometimes parents have a way of being um, intrusive without even meaning to be. So let's say that happens. You just getting mad at your mom over and over is not going to fix it because she has her own anxiety and reasons that she does what she does. So she might control herself once or twice, but she is going to fumble and cross that boundary sometime in the near future. It's not if it happens, it's when it happens. It's going to happen, right? So when it does, instead of getting mad, I plan for it and say, if X happens, I will do Y. You can inform the person ahead of time that you're going to do Y, or you can just do it. Either way, it's up to you. The more important thing is that you know what that equation is. If mom makes a comment about my weight, I will gently say one time, mom, let's not talk about weight. It makes me 
uncomfortable and anxious, let's talk about something else. If she does it again, I'll say, mom, I'm feeling a little overwhelmed. I need to hang up. I'll call you again tonight or tomorrow, right? Or next week, whatever is your arrangement. But notice that there is no yelling. There is no upset. There is no long drawn conversations about you don't care about me. I've told you many times you must have an eating disorder yourself and you, you know, do it on purpose or at least you're negligent and that's how you were throughout my childhood. I am not going into a long thing in trying to change somebody else. I'm merely saying with love and with gentleness, but firmly, mom, that makes me anxious. I'm talking about me. I'm not making it a moral issue by saying you should or shouldn't be like this. I'm saying it makes me anxious and I'd like to talk about something else. I don't want to talk about weight. And if we can't talk about something else, I need to take a little break because I am feeling anxious. And I'll call you back again. Whenever, right? Tonight, tomorrow, whenever. Notice also that I'm not punishing. I'm not like, if you talk about this one more time, I'm done with you. Right? I'm not saying that can't be your boundary, but you want to think about slowly stepping up to that because if you have such a harsh boundary, you probably won't be able to maintain it. So you'll end up making empty threats, right? So do the thing that you can do and gently but firmly hang up and then call back when you said you would and be, you know, an interested, loving, curious, connected daughter again. And if it happens again, you again hang up and do it again. And I'm telling you, because I've tested this over the last 15 years and I've taught it to hundreds of people, if you do that firmly but gently, without any anger, without any advice, without any blame of the other person, but you do it immediately and gently, you do that a couple times, people will catch on and they will not cross that boundary right? So that's the first rule is if X, then Y. It's up to me to uphold my boundaries. It is not somebody else's job. The second rule is it is for me and for us. It is not against you. Okay. That is the energy with which we want to uphold a boundary. Because think about it. If I get really upset when my mom makes comments about my weight. If I don't set a firm but loving boundary, then it's going to destroy our relationship, right? We're going to end up arguing about it a lot. I'm going to say some harsh things. She might say some harsh things. It's going to hurt our relationship. So me setting a boundary gently but firmly is actually protective in the long run of our relationship. So the energy is one of, I'm setting this boundary for me so that I don't feel so anxious and for us, because then our relationship will also feel better for both of us. 
I'm not setting this boundary to do something against you. That's not the intention. The intention is not to teach you a lesson. It's not to, you know, show you who's boss. It's not to test you. It's not against the other person at all. It is for me and for the relationship, actually, in the long run. Okay? That is a mind shift because when I first learned about boundaries, I either learned about people who didn't have boundaries at all or ended up having very harsh, harmful boundaries. Right? And here's the thing. I want to decide where the boundary is in a relationship. I just don't want to not say anything for, you know, months or even years and then completely lose my shit and destroy the relationship. That's not what I want. If someone else wants that, hey, go for it. But that's not what I want. I don't want to be cutting off relationships right and left because I didn't know how to set a boundary that was firm and loving prior right? So that's the second rule that I have in boundaries, which is, it is for me and in the long run for our relationship, it is not against you or to teach you a lesson, okay? The final rule that I'll share here is I set boundaries ahead of time, meaning I don't just decide in the moment when something is happening what the boundary will be. Because when something is happening, I've already lost my frontal lobe. I'm already pissed off and I can't think straight. And I'm convinced that the other person is intentionally trying to hurt me. They are probably also worked up. And it just doesn't go well for anyone involved. So instead of waiting to lose my prefrontal cortex and to be reacting from my um, primitive brain, which is really scared and threatened easily and thinks about my survival beyond anything else, right? Instead of letting it get to that point, I try to decide ahead of time because I know where my boundaries are not working because any place that I am resentful of someone, ruminating about something, complaining about someone and saying they always do this, they never do that. Those are all areas in which I am not upholding a boundary. So I can look at that and it will easily and quickly tell me where am I not upholding my boundary and what do I need to do to decide ahead of time what the boundary will be, not if it happens, but when it happens the next time because it's definitely going to happen again. Not because the other person is a jerk, but because they have other things on their mind and they have other irrational reasons, like all human beings do, for the things that they do. So it's my responsibility, right? So quick summary, boundaries are for you to uphold. Three rules. One, if X, then Y then I will do Y, right? If X happens, then I will do Y. Number two, it is for me and for the good of the relationship long-term, not against the other person or to teach them a lesson or to, you know, punish them in some way. 
Number three, boundaries are to be decided ahead of time when you still have your frontal lobe and can think clearly instead of deciding in the moment when you are reactive, threatened, um, thinking, foggily space. I hope that was helpful to you. Think about where you are feeling resentful, annoyed, complaining that someone is, you know, taking advantage of you. Think about where those situations arise and in which relationships and pick one of those situations. Go through these three rules. Create a boundary. You can either tell that person ahead of time or not, but you know clearly that it's coming from a place of love. It's for the sake of the relationship. You've decided ahead of time and you will do something when that boundary is crossed. All right, my friends, I hope that was helpful. I love you all so much. Have a great rest of the day. Bye. If this podcast means something to you, it would mean so much to me if you'd be willing to take 30 seconds to do one or all of these three things. First, can you follow or subscribe to Emotional Mastery? Following the podcast helps you because you'll never miss an episode and it helps us because you'll never miss an episode. So to do this, just go to the Emotional Mastery show page on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and tap on the plus sign on the top right corner or click on the button that says follow. This is the most important thing for the podcast to reach more people. And while you're there, if you'd be willing to give us a five-star rating and a review and share an episode you love with a friend, I'd be so grateful. We appreciate you very, very much. Thank you.